Hong Kong case one, Joshu's move. A monk asked Joshu in all earnestness, does a dog have Buddha nature or not? Joshu said, moo. Koan is titled Joshu's Moo. The nub of the koan is what is this moo? What did he mean? What awareness was he anchored in? What was the student missing? What is this moo? It is the breakthrough koan. Um, because it's designed to work directly on the fundamental matter. What is this? Zen always points us back to this ground of being. Any other clarifying question we might ask also is a further unfolding from this ground. What is it that's real? What is it that's left when everything else is cut away? What is it that's before and behind? all things. It has nothing to do with has and has not. Or any other duality we can come up with, right or wrong, good or bad. male or female, this or that. Through pressing into this mind ground over time, or letting go into this mind ground, letting go of our um, covering up of reality. The mind has to settle. It takes time. And also, the heart knows that the heart knows what is true. To the extent it's not seen clearly, the heart knows there's something there to uncover. 
and it's not a it's not a thing everything is imbued with it is a complete expression of it And that truth, that principle can give rise to um, any number of questions, such as, really? Like, even this extra attention I'm holding? Even me, just as I am right now? I imagine that's what's under the monk's question. He says, even this, you know, ugly, smelly dog... And in his heart or her heart, even me, even me, am I also gold all the way through? Seriously, though. Like all these judgments, all these ideas, and we do, we have to respond to our world. I don't know. The cats get into it, good, bad, stop it, don't stop it. I don't really know what's going on. I try to remind myself of that when there's particular... Um, karma relationship static in my mind. You know, extra problems or opinions about people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something comes up, I do something unskillful, it's important to repair relationships. Something comes up in my mind, and sometimes um, there's something that really needs to be addressed. But by and large, I can let it go. All of the koans point us back, really relentlessly, to this moment. Sometimes in a koan, there's a line at the end, oh, and there's still this, meaning there's still this, there's still this. This moment. Because the moment of a quarter of a second ago is gone. Back and back and back and back and back. And when we don't separate from this,
There's no question about has or has not. We say emptiness, and we mean empty of thingness, empty of, um, yeah, solidification. We can think of it more in terms of great potential than of some um, nihilistic void. When we let go into what is, we find that there is actually a benevolence, that we're actually letting go into the arms of love itself. As the mind quiets, we have our own kinds of insights into this territory or um, clarification. And there's always further clarification. In a way, I'm always working with Mu. So as I sit even early on in a retreat, letting go of extra, letting the breath breathe and not adding anything to that. So that's thoughts, certainly. Body tension, certainly. And at some point, we might even notice the impulse to have a thought. That too. That too. Just this. Just back to this. best as we can, and whatever we face, that's it too. In some traditions, there's um, the the form of honing in on a question. So in some lineages, some ways of um, approaching, say, the Sanzen form, the face-to-face -face interview form, uh, the students are asked to bring in a question. And not just not just some random question, but to really distill <laughs> the essence of where they're at into one question and to bring that in and to ask it. <clears throat> 
So in these koan stories, when the monk is asking a question, we assume it's a question like that. That's why we sometimes say in all earnestness. And they weren't just passing time. So this is a real heart question, presumably. Like this, even this animal that looks so um, not Buddha-like, have it. With these questions and this tradition of bringing them forward into an interchange, um, often person in the student seat finds that just before the actual interchange, the question resolves itself. Suddenly the questioner like knows very well the answer. And might ask it anyway. So there's lots of um, layers here to this koan. Monk's asking the question. Joshi says, nope. Can the monk then express with their own confidence something else? Something they've seen or even just seen. Sometimes the no is just a test to push us further into that confidence all kinds of pushes, all kinds of compassion are possible. Tricky in a culture where we can be so afraid of correction or rejection or um, judgment. Wrong Wrong, no. Could just mean look again, look again. It never means you're bad. It never means, oh, now you don't have Buddha nature. I took it away from you. Right? That couldn't be. When we do a face-to-face -face interview, it's among other things, a chance to build relationship. Some of Zen training is really resolved in one-on-one -on -one relationship. You know, we're always in relationship even when we're not talking. <laughs> but we will have that opportunity um, this afternoon. Even coming in and saying... Um, something about how you're practicing right now, 
and like right now, right now, or um, a difficulty or a question you're having, having right now relative to practice. Or telling me a little bit about why you're here. Like, why are you even at this retreat? Hmm? Some sort of statement of aspiration. That can give me a little more to go on as I um, work with you personally, work with the group. And some people are interested in uh, being worked with, and some aren't, and knowing that's helpful too. Uh, most important thing in Sansan is to just be authentic. So there really isn't, there's not a right or wrong, there's not a good or bad, it's just our lives unfolding together. The important thing is to be yourself. Um, yeah. It can be an intimidating form. I try my best, you know, when I'm in the student role, not to worry about or not to get caught up on doing it right or some thought that I'm going to be judged or evaluated. I know it's not about that, but sometimes it <clears throat> can be intimidating. Um, it's just, yeah, it's natural, it's part of it. Um, anyhow, so that's a couple words about that form. I've also decided in the interest of being authentic in the Song Zen room, um, we can continue, if you're coming in, to do the two full prostrations on the way in and one on the way out. Or you could choose to just simply do a standing bow towards the Buddha and sit down and then do another standing bow on the way out. And without saying more about the full prostration form, um, yeah, I know that it can be a, there can be a disconnect there for some. Any barrier or disconnect like that, it's worth resolving at some point, like looking into and getting to a point where um, we can get through it, so to speak. But sometimes this moment isn't the time to, you know, face that particular koan. So removal of that barrier if it is not the one for today. Mm. Well, I think um, I was really happy with what was said at the beginning at Sharing Circle. Um, it seems like there's a general spirit in the room of uh, readiness to get quiet and to meet whatever arises. 
and to fold that all back into the path. So I applaud that and would ask that you let whatever words, whatever words are going to stick with you and percolate in there, let them do their work and the rest we just let go and on to the next. Thank you. We'll do the universal dedication that's on the back of the Heart Sutra sheet.